chapter three thirty six of gargantua and pantagruel book three by francois rabelais this librivox recording is in the public domain a continuation of the answer of the ephitic and peronian philosopher truyogan you speak wisely quoth panurge if the moon were green cheese such a tale once pissed my goose i do not think but that i am let down into that dark pit in the lowermost bottom whereof the truth was hid according to the saying of heraclitus i see no wit at all i hear nothing understand as little my senses are altogether dulled and blunted truly i do very shrewdly suspect that i am enchanted i will now alter the former style of my discourse and talk to him in another strain our trusty friend stir not nor imburse any but let us vary the chance and speak without disjunctives i see already that these loose and ill-joined members of an enunciation do vex trouble and perplex you now go on in the name of god should i marry true Gan, there is some likelihood therein panurge but if i do not marry true Gan, i see in that no inconvenience panurge you do not true ye ogan none truly if my eyes deceive me not panurge yea but i find more than five hundred true yogan reckon them panurge this is an impropriety of speech i confess for i do no more thereby but take a certain for an uncertain number and posit the determinate term for what is indeterminate when i say therefore five hundred my meaning is many true Gan, i hear you panurge is it possible for me to live without a wife in the name of all the subterranean devils true Gan, away with these filthy beasts panurge let it be then in the name of god for my salmigandinish people used to say to lie alone without a wife is certainly a brutish life and such a life also was it a severed to be by dido in her lamentations true eogan at your command Banerge, by the potty cotty i have fished fair where are we now but will you tell me shall i marry true eogan perhaps Banerge, shall i thrive or speed well withal true eogan according to the encounter Banerge, but if in my adventure i encounter aright as i hope i will shall i be fortunate true yogan enough panurge let us turn the clean contrary way and brush our former words against the wool what if i encounter ill true yogan then blame not me panurge but of courtesy be pleased to give me some advice i heartily beseech you what must i do true yogan even what thou wilt panurge wishy-washy trolly trolly true yogan do not invocate the name of anything i pray you panurge in the name of god let it be so my actions shall be regulated by the rule and square of your counsel what is it that you advise and counsel me to do true yogan nothing panurge shall i marry true yogan i have no hand in it panurge then shall i not marry true yogan i cannot help it panurge if i never marry i shall never be a cuckold true yogan 
i thought so panurge but put the case that i be married true you again where shall we put it panurge admit it be so then and take my meaning in that sense true you again i'm otherwise employed panurge by the death of a hog and mother of a toad o lord if i durst hazard upon a little fling at the swearing game though privily and under thumb it would lighten the burden of my heart and ease my lights and reins exceedingly a little patience nevertheless is requisite well then if i marry i shall be a cuckold true yogan one would say so panurge yet if my wife prove a virtuous wise discreet and chaste woman i shall never be cuckolded true yogan i think you speak congruously panurge hearken true yogan as much as you will panurge will she be discreet and chaste this is the only point i would be resolved in true yogan i question it panurge you never saw her true yogan not that i know of panurge why do you then doubt of that which you know not true yogan for a cause panurge and if you should know her true yogan yet more panurge page my pretty little darling take care of my cap i give it thee have a care you do not break the spectacles that are in it go down to the lower court swear there half an hour for me and i shall in compensation of that favour swear hereafter for thee as much as thou wilt but who shall cuckold me true yogan somebody panurge by the belly of the wooden horse at troy master somebody i shall bang blam thee and claw thee well for thy labour true yogan you say so panurge nay nay that nick is in a dark cellar who hath no white in his eye carry me quite away with him if in that case whensoever i go abroad from the palace of my domestic residence i do not with as much circumspection as they used to ring mares in our country to keep them from being sallied by stoned horses clap a burgo masco lock upon my wife Gouillogan, talk better panurge it is bien chien chie chante well cacked and cackled shitten and sung in matter of talk let us resolve on somewhat true yogan i do not gainsay it panurge have a little patience seeing i cannot on this side draw any blood of you i will try if with the lancet of my judgment i be able to bleed you in another vein are you married or are you not true yogan neither the one nor the other and both together panurge oh the good god help us by the death of a buffalo ox i sweat with the toil and travail that i am put to and find my digestion broke off disturbed and interrupted for all my freens and metaphrenes and diaphragms back belly midriff muscles veins and sinews are held in a suspense and for a while discharged from their proper offices to stretch forth their several powers of and abilities for inconfistibulating and laying up into the hamper of my understanding your various sayings and answers true yogan i shall be no hinderer thereof panurge tush for shame our faithful friends speak are you married true yogan i think so panurge you were also married before you had this wife true yogan it is possible panurge had you good luck in your first marriage true yogan it is not impossible panurge how thrive you with this second wife of yours true yogan even as it pleases my fatal destiny panurge but what in good earnest tell me do you prosper well with her true yogan it is likely panurge come on in the name of god i vow 
by the burden of st christopher that i had rather undertake the fetching of a fart forth of the belly of a dead ass than to draw out of you a positive and determinate resolution yet shall i be sure at this time to have a snatch at you and get my claws over you our trusty friend let us shame the devil of hell and confess the verity were you ever a cuckold i say you who are here and not that other you who playeth below in the tennis court no if it was not predestinated been urged by the flesh blood and body i swear re-swear forswear abjure and renounce he evades and avoids shifts and escapes me and quite slips and winds himself out of my grips and clutches at these words gargantua arose and said praise be the good god in all things but especially for bringing the world into that height of refinedness beyond what it was when i first came to be acquainted therewith that now the learnest and most prudent philosophers are not ashamed to be seen entering in at the porches and frontispieces of the schools of the peronian apparatic sceptic and affectic sects blessed be the holy name of god veritably it is like henceforth to be found an enterprise of much more easy undertaking to catch lions by the neck horses by the mane oxen by the horns bulls by the muzzle wolves by the tail goats by the beard and flying birds by the feet than to entrap such philosophers in their words farewell my worthy dear and honest friends when he had done thus speaking he withdrew himself from the company pantagruel and others with him would have followed and accompanied him but he would not permit them so to do no sooner was gargantua departed out of the banqueting hall than the pantagruel said to the invited guests plato's timaeus at the beginning always of a solemn festival convention was wont to count those that were called thereto we on the contrary shall at the closure and end of this treatment reckon up our number one two three where's the fourth i miss my friend bridal goose was not he sent for epistemon answered that he had been at his house to bid and invite him but could not meet with him for that a messenger from the parliament of marlingois in marlinguis was come to him with a writ of summons to cite and warn him personally to appear before the reverend senators of the high court there to vindicate and justify himself at the bar of the crime a prevarication laid to his charge and to be peremptorily instanced against him in a certain decree judgment or sentence lately awarded given and pronounced by him and that therefore he had taken horse and departed in great haste from his own house to the end that without peril or danger of falling into a default or contumacy he might be the better able to keep the prefixed and appointed time i will quoth pantagruel understand how that matter goeth it is now above forty years that he hath been constantly the judge of fons baton during which space of time he hath given four thousand definitive sentences of two thousand three hundred and nine whereof although appeal was made by the parties whom he had judicially condemned from his inferior judicatory to the supreme court of the parliament of marlingois in merlinguis they were all of them nevertheless confirmed ratified and approved of by an order decree and final sentence of the said sovereign court to the casting of the appellants and utter overthrow of the suits wherein they had been foiled at law for ever and a day that now in his old age he should be personally summoned who in all the foregoing time of his life hath demeaned himself so unblameably in the discharge of the office and vocation he had been called unto it cannot assuredly be that such a change hath happened without some notorious misfortune and disaster i am resolved to help and assist him in equity and justice to the uttermost extent of my power and ability i know the malice despite and wickedness of the world to be so much more nowadays exasperated increased and aggravated by what it was not long since 
that the best cause that is how just and equitable soever it be standeth in great need to be succoured aided and supported therefore presently from this very instant forth do i propose till i see the event and closure thereof most heedfully to attend and wait upon it for fear of some underhand tricky surprisal cavilling pedophagory or fallacious quirks in law to his detriment hurt or disadvantage the dinner being done and the tables drawn and removed when pantagruel had very cordially and affectionately thanked his invited guests for the favour which he had enjoyed of their company he presented them with several rich and costly gifts such as jewels rings set with precious stones gold and silver vessels with a great deal of other sort of plate besides and lastly taking of them all his leave retired himself into an inner chamber End of chapter three thirty six